Well, welcome back to the pew, everybody, and welcome back to another bonus episode of Just a Guy in the Pew. If you've been following us and keeping up what we're doing, you know that every once in a while we take a break from the regular show and bring in some of our friends and some of the, the best the church has to offer in Catholic you know, personalities and speakers and priests and missionaries, and today is no different. Uh, I'm very proud and honored to bring in Max Zamzow, a friend of mine here who is a focus missionary at the University of Memphis. Um, Zamzo, that's right. Jeff corrected me already. He's a friend of mine, I promise. He's just got a tough, long name. Or last name, not a long name. Short name is difficult to pronounce. Anyway, so Max Z, we will call him moving forward, is a focused missionary at the University of Memphis. And it was a school I went to. Didn't finish there, but uh, very familiar with the campus and everything like that and what goes on there. And Max and I have been friends for a long time. You know, Max, you've been here in, in town for a couple of years now. And mm -hmm. I just think so much of what you guys do uh, is focus missionaries. And I think there's a lot of people out there that are aware of what focus is, you know, overall, yeah. but but don't know exactly what they do or what the call is. So really wanted to have you on here today. So welcome to the show, my friend. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me, John. Yeah, Appreciate dude, it. it's, it's a pleasure. I, I know uh, you're probably a little nervous. That's okay. I don't am. be. There's like three people that watch this, so don't worry about it. But, but no, man. Like, you know, over the years, as as focus has grown here locally and, and around the country, man, I've been uh, honored to go to a seat. You know, the last one that was in person in 2020 in Indianapolis, I believe, and sure. just was an amazing event to see 20,000 people. You know, a lot of students, a lot of alumni, a lot of people that give benefactors and stuff, and mm -hmm. to see the impact that it's making and. You know, being in ministry myself and, and in a hard facet of ministry, right? It's hard to minister to men. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I see, I know what it was like for me to be on college, and we have very different paths, as you <laughs> well know. We've talked. You know, I was doing keg stands while you're down there leading Bible studies. But, <laughs> but um, you know, I really admire what you guys do. And I just wanted to invite you on here today, man, to talk to you about a lot of different things. You yeah. know, first of all, you know, in the church today, we hear a lot of, uh, of older people, you know, mm -hmm. millennials don't know this or young people don't know this. And if young people would just get involved in the faith. Sure. And I think it's a sort of naive view from a lot of people that aren't really involved with a lot of young people. Mm -hmm. You know, I see it in men's groups. There's a lot of guys going, well, we want young people, but they don't really want to do anything to involve young people. They still want to meet at six in the morning and all those things. And, 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 and because of that, I think there's, there's this response of sort of like young people just don't get it or young people don't want to be involved. Yeah. But you live in a completely different world than that. Like you're with Absolutely. young people and you're seeing young people worship and, and come to our Lord in amazing ways. So mm -hmm. that's where I want to start. Like, what's it like to be a focused missionary? What is it like to 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 be a young man on a campus trying to talk to other young men about Jesus? Yeah, gosh. Um, I think, yeah, first and foremost, just difficult because, I mean, I, I need conversion every day, yeah, right? Amen. And so... To be to be given the privilege of serving on a college campus is so beautiful, and and I am so grateful for it. But just recognizing all those ways that like I am still in need of the Lord's mercy, and mm -hmm. and all the ways that I still fall short. Um, and but yeah, it is truly beautiful. Last last week we had students get together. We um, some of the leaders in our ministry that did get that did come together at six thirty in the morning so that we could talk about the gospel and what that looks like to share it on our campus. Sure. And so. Um, we do have students that are, uh, yeah, hungering to know the Lord, hungering for true, authentic friendship and, um, yeah, good community that are either coming in already looking for that, which is really great, but also encountering a lot of the things in college that, 
that don't provide you that and kind of hitting a rock bottom and coming back and saying, hey, I actually want to live for more. I don't want to just party all day and, and all week um, sure. in, in these, cer- these certain things. And so, um, yeah, it, it's, it, is, it is beautiful to see students who, who do respond to those things where it's like, yeah, young people aren't, aren't connected or they don't want this or whatever that is. And to, to be able to see the beauty of that actually happening on the college campus. Yeah. And, yeah. That's awesome, man. And, and, and also, I mean, like the, the other thing really too is it's not like you're from Memphis. It's not like you no. grew up around here and you knew people and like you literally say yes to focus, right? Mm-hmm. Like you've been to something, someone that was a missionary and I want to talk about that, how you got involved, yeah. but usually someone you've been around something like that and, mm-hmm. and said, Hey, this is something I might want to do with my life. Right. But then you like go to training and then they say, okay, you're going to like, you know, you know, the, the desert in wherever or like <laughs> you're going somewhere you've never been. And, yeah. and, and you're going to minister to people you've never met in a town you've never been around in a culture you've never been around. Sure. And you guys are like, okay. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't think that okay always comes with like, okay, it might be more <laughs> like an okay, you know, but yeah, but you still give your yes. And, mm-hmm. and it's just amazing to me, just the, the great faith that you show and the trust, you know, we, it's so easy to talk about trust, right? Like yeah. we need to trust the Lord. Okay. I'm going to trust the Lord. And then like, then you have to do it and it's very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. But I know personally, like you've done a great job with that. You've, we've sat at this very table, not on the air yeah. and talked about a lot of struggles you face, a lot of struggles I face in ministry. Um, but man, I, I just, I guess let's go back to first talking about like, how did you feel a call to become a focused missionary? Like, how did you get involved? What did you, like, what was your first experience with focus? Sure. I, I actually come from, so I'm, I'm from Minnesota, went to school, small school in Wisconsin. You're not from Memphis? No. no. <laughs> I didn't. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Wisconsin Stout was my, was my undergrad, graduated plastics engineering. And, um, and so focus is not on that campus. I, it was my junior or senior year that I went to the SEEK conference over winter break. And that was my first introduction to now, did somebody invite you to that? I mean, how did you find your way to that? Yeah, we got a new campus minister in, um, I, f- I forget if that was junior or senior year, whichever year that was, and he, okay. he had ties to focus. And so then he um, took the whole, invited the whole campus to go. And so I think we took maybe 20 students. Um, That's all that was on campus, huh? Yeah, sure. Sure, sure. I know. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, and um, and yeah, our 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 Catholic center was struggling. It was it was not a place. I walked onto campus my freshman year. I I, I walked in there and there was only a couple people. It's like, hey, I don't think I really fit. And so I actually didn't I didn't come around the Catholic center a whole lot. I found friends in Protestant community and um, still some of my best friends uh, to this day. Still try to keep in touch. And uh, but yeah, I was probably junior senior year got invited to go to the seat conference had a beautiful experience at the conference walked in there was 13,000 college students on fire for the lord uh and just and had really only been in a room of like five yeah Yeah. (laughs) there were more of us (laughs) (laughs) to like walk into that room was just electric and to to go through that whole conference and encountering the lord through the talks and the sacraments and all these things was just beautiful and that kind of set me on a path of, hey, I, th- I think I want to make this. I mean, I'd, I'd gradually been making choices to choose Jesus more and more um, as I progressed through college. But that was my first interaction and had gone to the SLS conference the following year after that. Mm-hmm. But that really was my only two experiences, like truly with focus. And, and so, the SLS is like the leadership 
one right like were the training more of training than just open to like seek is yeah yeah uh, mm-hmm. a, a little bit more oriented oriented towards that and now we just have seek every year and sure. so they've, they've kind of more or less been combined okay and um and so yeah that conference is no longer um but we i was really just getting into my faith more and more in college and by the time i graduated i was a december grad and mm-hmm. so all fall semester, I was I was all about like, hey, I came to school f- to be an engineer, to be the best engineer I could be, to glorify the Lord in that. And so I spent the fall semester interviewing and had three engineering offers by the time I was going to graduate. And so I needed to, the, the deadline for them all kind of landed on one Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And so Monday night, our Catholic Center had this adoration time and mass and um, some chant and some different things, some confession available and the went to that you could take your little votive candle up in front of the eucharist and i was like all right lord (laughs) you know i got these three engineering offers nothing else is on my mind nothing else is on the table like what what do you want me to do i also don't know how to live my life for you in the engineering field but i want to figure it out can you help me and uh yeah just kneeling right up in front of right up in front of the monstrance just had this didn't hear any words didn't hear a voice per se but just this unreal conviction of shoot i am supposed to be a focused missionary wow and so the really just kind of totally out of left field i um wrestled with that up there i was like lord that's not an option that i was asking about (laughs) (laughs) you know like what do you mean what's going on um but just a just a feeling that i had never gotten before and i haven't really gotten since just this deep 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 conviction of i'm supposed to be a focused missionary yeah I don't even fully know what that is because I'm not on a focus campus. I've only been to these two conferences. I know they're cool conferences, but like, what does that even mean? Sure. And uh, yeah, I went back to our campus minister the next day and it's like, Hey, I, I'm pretty sure I just had a pretty crazy experience of prayer last (laughs) night. Like, can you help me figure this out? And he knew a lot about focus. He walked with me and yeah, it was just, it was just a crazy experience beyond that, that that was a Tuesday. And so Friday was the last day to get applications in for staff and so I whipped an application together in like three days I got invited to the last interview weekend of the semester and went had a beautiful time got my offer from there and was just like figuring it out on the fly like hey I don't know really why I'm doing this and all these things but I know the Lord wants me here and I'm excited I think that's the quote of every saint like the first (laughs) I don't know why I'm really doing this but I'm here like I think that's the way it all starts you know, for those that are listening that may not be familiar with Focus or watching, um, you know, in the way that, that someone who says, I'm going to go to work for Focus, mm-hmm. it's not like they said, okay, we, we're going to sit you down. Here's your benefits. You know, here's your 58 grand a year. Here's this and that. Yeah. It's not like that at all, right? Like mm-hmm. you have to go and fundraise your salary. You basically say, you know, what the opposite of what Satan said, right? Satan said, I yeah. will not serve. You say, I will serve. Yep. And there's literally like, okay, we're going to put you here and, and you've got to pay your own way, basically. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah. The uh, Luke 5, 1 through 11, the call of Peter has always been something that has really resonated with me, like for for a lot of those reasons with, like, you know, Peter goes out and he casts the net over the side of the boat and they catch all of these fish and like, I mean, potentially more fish than he's ever seen in one catch in his whole life. You know, sure. I'm looking at these three engineering offers that are going to set me up really well for a long time and... It's like, hey, this is what I've worked for. This is beautiful, amazing. Lord, what do you want me to do with it? And he said, I want you to leave it right there. And wow. Yeah, and come come join Focus. Come move to my first placement was South Florida. Yeah. So I went from Wisconsin to South Florida. He's like, Yeah, I want you to move down here. I want you to fundraise your salary. I 
and I want you to give me your heart. Yeah, it, it's, it seems like almost everyone he has I talk to, like it's very different stories, but it's that, that part you just mentioned is very similar. Mm-hmm. Like one day the Lord just told me, I want you to do this. Yeah. And I turned away from everything else, you know, because right now, and always, I guess, in the world, you know, we've always had these boxes we're supposed to check, you know, and you need to go to school, you need to go to college, you need to graduate, get a degree, and, yeah. you know, find a handsome, you know, man or a, a pretty woman, depending on, you know, man or woman, and get married and have kids and all this stuff. And, and that may very well still be your future at some point. But, like, just to say, I'm going to put aside what the world and what, you know, everyone says logically should happen, and yeah. I'm going to go set this aside for Jesus. It's a very just awe-inspiring thing to me. I mean, I, I, I had to do that in my own life in regards to, you know, mm-hmm. where people looked at me crazy and say, dude, you're, you're 37 years old and you're leaving a 23-year career. What are you doing? Yeah. But I, I know well what that feeling is you're talking about, right? Where it's like, no, my heart is restless and, like, it, 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 I love Jesus and I want other people to know him too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just – I want people to know how extraordinary you guys are because it, it's – it's not like I mean there there is nothing on the other side that's like this is there's guaranteed success there's this mm-hmm. much a month coming in there's any of that and yeah. you guys still say at a young age and even something you said earlier like I I was going to be a plastics engineer and I wanted to know how to glorify the Lord in it like yeah. that was nowhere near where I was in college I was like <laughs> I don't know what I want to do except I want to date hot chicks and and drink and do all this other stuff yeah that's where I was and so I'm always so impressed with somebody and God bless your parents man yeah. I mean for for raising you. I've had the, the, the privilege of meeting your dad up mm-hmm. in uh, St. Paul when I went up there and gave a talk. Absolutely. He walked in, he's about to say I'm, and it, you guys look a lot alike. So I kind of <laughs> knew he was before he said I. And if he's watching or listening, hey, Mr. Zamzo, it's good to see you, or good to good to mention you here. But Zamzo. Zamzo, there we go again. <laughs> Dang it. That's what I have Zeke and Jeff in here for. Live air corrections. That's what I bring them in for. Not embarrassing at all. Um, but anyway, <laughs> man, I, I just – I want to talk a little bit about some of the experiences you guys have. I know um, there was a missionary here before Brian Roberts. You know, he's yep. in the, you know in the uh, he's becoming a priest now. He's in uh, seminary in, mm-hmm. in Boynton Beach, I believe. And yep. I remember he used to come in here, and he was always talking about, man, I just can I come over and talk for a while? Some of the same things you've you know talked about and said. Just, these guys won't listen, or these guys aren't this, or these guys aren't nobody's getting it, and just yeah. the angst that goes along with this and. And just the fortitude you have to have mm-hmm. um, to to really know, one, I mean, am I cut out for this? Am I doing well at this? Am I supposed to be doing this? Did I discern well? All of those things have got to be constant struggles in your life. And I knew they were for him. And yet he always found a way to find the positive and to where the Lord was in that. Where do you, How do you do that? So imagine a college campus you don't have to imagine it. you're listening to it you, you're living it but people that are watching listening like there's everything else on college campuses first of all you have all the protestant stuff which generally mm-hmm. is more well funded and, and more well staffed and things like that yep. and then you have all the other secular things and the fraternities and all that stuff mm-hmm. how do you go about as a young man, like trying to talk to people whose first inclination in college isn't, man, I should go figure out my life with Jesus. Yeah. How do you go about bringing those people or, or, or opening up those avenues and bringing people to a place to want to worship our Lord or mm-hmm. want to know our Lord better? Sure. Yeah, I, I'm certainly different levels. We we have the students every year that come in and like, hey, we, we want to be a Catholic, part of the Catholic Center. I want to know Jesus. I want to grow in my faith. And 
we obviously welcome them right in with open arms. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, it's sweet. Glad you're here. Yeah, Thanks. We didn't have to run a yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Absolutely. And a lot of it too. We so we work right with the Catholic. We're yeah with the Catholic Newman Center on campus, and so they have all of their programming and things as well. And we are we're here to serve the the Catholic Center. So we're the hands and feet, really the evangelistic arm is maybe another bodily analogy sure. um, the, to, to be out there and just be encountering more and more people. And so a lot of that just comes through friendship in, uh, which, which can be pretty dramatic sometimes, you know, just, yeah. just walking down the sidewalk to smile at somebody and give them a kind hello uh, in today's day and age is kind of, you might get punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of discombobulating. Like, yeah. Oh, that person seemed like kind of kind and, and wanted and was interested in the fact that I exist. Yeah. Um, or the fact that your head went in your phone in the first place, right? It, yeah, Scrolling. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so, yeah, we really do get to just go out um, as missionaries and, and invite students into friendship, authentic friendship, which which yeah. isn't rooted in, like, how how much you can drink, you know, how any any other thing that you can do, but just, hey, I'm, I'm actually interested in your life. I'm actually just interested in encountering you, an immortal soul, a son or daughter of God. And um, yeah, just watching people come alive in friendship. And yeah. so that's, that can be, that can be anything. We join intramural teams. We, we set up tables out on campus just to meet people, hand out donuts, you know, ask questions, sure. whatever that looks like. Um, go to, go to campus events, all, all of the things, but just how can we be out there and be the face of Christ to students on campus. And there is definitely a lot of rejection. There's a lot of people who are like, How yeah, do you deal I'm, with that? Because <laughs> nobody likes rejection. I mean, I don't. I get it a lot too. Hey, I want to come help you start a men's group. No thanks. We don't want it or you. Okay, thank you. I'll yeah. Next, you know, <laughs> how do you deal with it? Like, because it's, it's, I know it's very hard, right? You want yeah. people to love, you, love the Lord. You, you know what he's done in your life. You want that to happen for other people. And there's just people who don't want it. They're just like, I'm not interested. Yeah. And you're sitting there with like, I've got the best news ever and you won't even give me a second. Right. Mm -hmm. And so how do you deal with that? Is, <laughs> I mean, it's not like you have, you know, you're, you're 50 years old and you've got tons of life experience. How do you deal with it as a young man? Yeah. I, well, I think more often than I'd like to admit, I run away or, or I hide from it from the next time. Yeah. But, just jump um, in a bush or something. <laughs> right. You didn't see me. Went here. No. Exactly. <laughs> so. No, but in, in, I mean, a big part of what we, what we want to share with students is, is that Acts 2.42 and the, the, the four tenets of living the life of a disciple. And so a big part of that, obviously, is sacraments and prayer. And so yeah. being able to just go back from that place, live from our own divine intimacy with the Lord. I mean, focus is so so incredible with, um, yeah, really always reminding us that who we become is more important than what we do. Amen. And so yeah. we, we, we are here to share the gospel, but the Lord, first and foremost, wants me to be convicted of the gospel every, every day, wants me to be transformed. And... Yeah, to be able to just run back to the Lord in prayer every day, uh, to to start there, and the which is you know why we ran into each other in the adoration yeah, chapel yeah, this morning. Yeah, we were and, there this morning. I haven't been to adoration in a while. I hate to admit that on the air, but I haven't. And I went over there, and and sure, there you were. And one thing that impressed me about you, man, is there were three or four people in there, and there's always shuffling, and there's that stupid clock on the wall that you can hear every <laughs> tick. It's like tick, tick, tick. Yep. It's annoying, but like. I get easily annoyed by things like that, but you were over there in the front, like, you know, three feet from Jesus. You had yeah. your journal out. You were, you were kneeling, you were sitting, you were kneeling, you were sitting and nothing. It was like, there was nobody else in the room, but you and Jesus. And I was really impressed by that. Yeah. Cause as I, I think I have, you know, ADHD that was just never diagnosed. <laughs> Cause I'm like squirrel constantly. Sure. You know, and I find it hard sometimes to just 
really sit there and, and not have something to do. Right. And, and so that's where I have to work in my own prayer life. But it, it just, I love to see people that are, that are living a life, but also backing it up by their actions. Like mm-hmm. you didn't know I was going to be there. I <laughs> no. know you were going to be there, but like just to walk in and see, like I knew why you were in there. One, you're discerning things. You told me that's where you plan your week, stuff like that. But yep. I also knew you were probably praying for today and mm-hmm. this interview and stuff. But it, it's just so affirming to see that, you know, yeah. to see people living it, you know, when there is no camera or where there is no crowd around or there's not other people they're trying to lead to something. Right. But you're actually, you know, putting yourself first. And I think that's an important, not putting yourself first in front of other people, but you're not neglecting your own spiritual life, which mm-hmm. easily happens in ministry. Absolutely. I fight that a lot myself where it's just my spiritual director will tell me like, yeah, you know why you're all twisted up and messed up right now? Cause your work isn't your prayer. Mm-hmm. Right. And very often we can, we can run into that. And I know Brian and you and I have talked about that before Absolutely. where you're, you're so busy in the ministry that you forget your own spiritual life. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, you, you can't give what you don't have. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm one of my teammates now, she, she talks about how, um, she loves to just treat her, her holy hour in the morning. We, we pray a holy hour every day, pray the rosary, go to mass, you don't have uh, to brag. daily yeah, mass. It, so it's just, it's just a part of really, really steeping the mission in prayer. That's right. Um, yeah, you amen. know, the, the Holy spirit is the principal evangelizer and, and it is not us. So, um, yeah, beautiful opportunity to go to the sacraments and yeah, she just talks about how our holy hour every day should be a mini Sabbath. Oh, and yeah. so, yeah, am I, am I truly going to receive from the Lord and to, to, to thank him for all he's done? Or am I just going in because it's quiet and I can get more work done? Or silently? checking a box. <laughs> yeah. Or right? checking Something a box. I'm supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I tell you, it just, I, I want to go over a little bit, uh, just a little bit about, man, the difficulties of being a young person mm-hmm. in, 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 in the world today. Cause you know, the number one religion in the world now is nuns, and we're not yeah. talking about the kinds with habits, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about the ones that don't believe in anything. And, you know, it, it's got to be difficult sometimes when you're out there proclaiming the Lord and, and it falls on a lot of deaf ears. You know, it, yeah. it really is like being able to see down the road and see somebody in a car and know there's a cliff and, and that they're not going to make the turn, right? Yeah. And And you're just trying to, like, let them know that. And there's that you know, oh, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Or I don't need any help and all of that. It's very difficult. And then you have just sometimes even with our own, within our own people in our own church, like young people don't care. Young people aren't this young people are, or young people are too into tradition and they're like, they've got veils on now and all this stuff. And it's almost like you can't win sometimes to be a young Catholic, whether you're a guy or a girl, right? I'm either, mm. I'm either useless and, and, and I don't care enough or yeah. I care too much. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think about that? And what would you tell people? Like, there's a lot of older people, you know, we have all different ages of men and women that listen to this. But what would you say to people that are just sort of rough on young Catholics or doubtful of where we are in the church with young Catholics? Like, what do you see that inspires you and and what would you say from your own personal experience? Yeah, absolutely. And the I would I would say definitely have hope. Yeah. Um, we and if I can I give a quick little spiel on sure. just like what focuses. I guess yeah, I haven't yeah, even like have hit that. It, man. Yeah, um, there's a collection basket by the door. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Man. Yeah, but yeah, focus stands for Fellowship of Catholic University Students, and so it is a Catholic apostolate that is doing outreach on the college campuses. Sure. We're you know trying to share the love of Christ with students through authentic friendship, um, help them to come to know the Lord, build them up and help them share 
their own faith and the love of Jesus with their peers as well. And we we're not even 25 years old yet as an apostolate started in 1998, but we have gone from one campus with two missionaries to 216 locations with 861 missionaries. Wow. And so I did Huge. I did take a little time today to try to memorize some some stats. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> um, you hear that, the, focus people? He knows his stuff. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, to in really only bringing that up to to kind of dive into that hope of we, we actually have tens of thousands of people who have gone through and encountered focus, encountered the Lord through focus, through, through campus ministries, um, that have been launched into Catholic lifelong mission, which is our whole goal. We do want to transform the college campus, mm-hmm. uh, because it is one of the more, um, one of the more open spaces where students are, are asking the big questions, wanting to know what they do for do with their lives and, and who they want to become and these different things. Sure. Um, so it's a great opportunity to invite them into re- relationship with the Lord. Um, but yeah, to just, to just be able to see that, that the apostolate is growing that much, that we have tens of thousands of students who have gone through focus, that we've had thousands of people be missionaries, um, even just a missionary alumni. I think we've had a little over 1,100 people discern religious vocations after being on staff. Wow, yeah. And, and yeah, just to be able to like see some of those numbers, to see the SEEK conference have 20, 25,000 people at it. Um, I just don't think people are necessarily aware of that, of you, you just go to your parish, you know, every week, maybe, maybe daily mass too. And you, you just see a couple of young people and you're just like, yeah, they're just not interested, but, but that's actually not, um, what we're seeing. We have campuses that are international too. We have, um, yeah, more and more people that want to, more and more students that want to know the Lord. And so, um, I think first is just, yeah, have hope and, and, just even from those statistics, hopefully can can start to get a picture of like, yeah, the Lord is working. People, young people do want the truth. They do want the meaning and purpose and joy and happiness that comes from yeah. um, relationship with the Lord. And so big picture, it's like, hey, it's it's here. It's happening. Um, and, and yeah, just keep praying because conversions are, are abounding right now. Sure. Um, you know, where, where sin abounds, grace abounds all the more, and there's plenty of sin on the college campus. Sure, that's right. <laughs> Amen, I'm going to attest to that. Still washing some of that off. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and look, I mean, if you're somebody out here that's, that is saying, like, I want to see a change in young people, I want to, you know, focus is, is a place that needs support too. I mean, they, there's many ways to give. I was actually on the phone before you got here with Mike Perkins, who worked yeah. for years in – in uh, philanthropy, for I can't say word philanthropy, uh, for them uh, raising money and helping to support it. And mm-hmm. in my opinion, I mean, I've been to a couple things in the last few years that really I've said like if if the ch- if people in the church like you're saying most people don't know this, most people don't even know what's going on in their parish, right? They're just going to church and going home. Sure. You know, there is a lack of of true engagement in our faith, right? It's mm-hmm. just I'm doing the bare minimum, or I'm checking boxes, and or this is just what my image of being Catholic always is you go to church on Sunday, you say a rosary every once in a while and that's it. Yeah. We know that there's a lot deeper uh, places to go in our faith, but you know, for people that would say like, instead of, instead of just saying like, well, our young people are messed up or our young people are this, this is an excellent way to support something that's going to help with that. Right. Absolutely. And, and there's a lot of things where a lot of ministry we try to do when it's much harder, right? Like if we could, if we could get men, in high school, you know, mm-hmm. or even their first couple of years in college, 
and women to understand like what it is to live as a virtuous Catholic person yeah, and to live and realize that like, you don't have to give your body away. You don't have to do all these other things. You can, you can live this, find this joy you're looking for mm-hmm. in our Lord. Right. Like, Absolutely. It's much, it seems like it would be much easier to try to do that than, than trying to fix the problem after that's what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to fix years and years of, mistakes and problems on an individual's life or my own life or whatever yeah. is the ministry the Lord's called me to. But oftentimes I look at that like even when with pro-life and abortion, right? Like we're outside of clinics and we should be, right? Mm-hmm. Got to stop anybody that ever wants to try to give up that child's life. But fixing the problem, if you ever truly want to fix it, is is way before that ever happens, is before the conception, right? Is raising yeah. people that aren't laying down with one another before they're married. Right. And, Absolutely. And so it's, a, that's what I love about focus is that they're actually trying to get people there. Cause when I give talks in high school, you know, one of the first things I'll say is like, who's, who's excited about freedom, right? Juniors and seniors, who's ready to get to college, get away from mom and dad. Yeah. Who's ready to have some beer in the fridge. You know, who's, and they're, whoa, you know, and I'm like, yeah, well you better be careful about that. Sure. Cause if you don't know who you are, freedom's a very dangerous thing. Absolutely. And you guys are doing such a great job with that. And I've been to two things in the last couple of years, I think, that really made me go, man, if the church knew, like if everybody had a front row seat to this right now, mm-hmm. they would be so overjoyed and would quit working with the negativity and our church is dying and our church is this. Those two things are the JP2 Healing Center. I went down there for a week of training. Sure. And I was like, man, if I just wish I could walk around with a GoPro like all day long and just put this into something for people to just be overjoyed with. And the other thing is seek. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember I was working for Cardinal Studios and I was supposed to be given uh, Matt Frad, first time I ever met him, some cards for his Strive program. Is, okay. you know, And I was looking all over the place. I'd never been there. Somebody's like, he's in the vendor room. I didn't realize there were like 3 billion vendors in the <laughs> seek thing. And I, I finally find him and I walk into the main room, which, which looks like like three football fields. Mm-hmm. And you got massive TV screens, you know, halfway back because you're so far back, you can't really make out, you know, who's on stage. Yeah. Because there's so many people. And I remember Sister Miriam was talking. Scott Hahn got an award, and and then she started talking, and I'd never really heard of her. And I was just like, oh my gosh, who is this person? Mm. This is amazing. And, <laughs> and then next thing you know, here come like 500 priests or whatever, and yeah. this gigantic, you know, monstrance and incense everywhere and there's just young people laid out like mm-hmm. prostrate on the floor and people weeping and i was like man this is awesome yeah. <laughs> like i don't know what like if people could witness this absolutely you know what a great hope it would give to our church and and so I, i'm excited to try to get to go again but max like i said again it, it's i think people need to know just the difficulties you guys go through mm-hmm. um that you need <laughs> prayer i mean yeah. what where is it that most people like right now as a focus missionary in the heat of the battle, mm-hmm. what, a, what would you want from people? I mean, obviously you have to have financial support and stuff like that. I get it. Yeah. Um, but like what, what would you need the most from people as far as support? I mean, cause it's hard to do it alone and not yeah. everybody has some place they can go to and talk about with somebody in ministry to understand it. So sure. what, what would you say to that? Yeah. I mean, definitely always prayer. Um, yeah, it's a, just a beautiful opportunity to, sure. to to get the word out about focus and what we're doing, and and yeah. that and that the Lord is is changing hearts on on all of our campuses, particularly. I mean, I'm certainly more aware of Memphis's campus. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, certainly prayer, uh, financial support is always a big one. Just for these these conferences, these life changing experiences that we have, we've got mission trips. Uh, we we do put on a lot of events on campus and, and do outreach things that that do just require that support. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, also too, just to 
yeah, really be able to come together as that community. It has been beautiful here uh, to where we have just our own Catholic center. Some some universities have their um, their their Newman Center as part of a part of a parish, mm-hmm. and so everything's already kind of combined. But sure. Um, yeah, it's already been beautiful just to be here for like for myself and for my team to have to have holy men that I can actually talk to as well. Somebody and, else come in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy's yeah. in behind you. Yeah, no, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you mean St. Joseph up there? Yeah. Statue. yeah, he's exactly. Old. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Um, Continue. And, yeah, yeah, and and so the um, yeah, just to be able to to share what we're doing and and yeah, be in community with each other where. Uh, to get everybody on the same page where it doesn't have to be all on the, the focus missionaries or all on the campus ministry where like students, whether, whether parents think that they listen to them or not, like, you sure. know, as, as parents, as grandparents, as aunts and, as aunt and uncles to, to be able to encourage your, your son or daughter, your grand, grandchildren, whoever that might be of like, Hey, there are really beautiful, good things that, that are available. Um, and so just helping everybody else know too, that just like, Hey, if you have somebody that's in college, college age, that would benefit from their ministry on campus, that would benefit from a seat conference, these different things, mission trips. Uh, we just have a lot of beautiful opportunities going on to, to encounter the Lord. And, um, yeah, I think just like really starting that conversation of like, Hey, we are here. There is beautiful things happening and, and focus is starting to get a greater, um, yeah, people are becoming more aware of of what we're doing as yeah. as we're growing, and you know, at more than two hundred locations now, and these different things. But, but yeah, just continuing moving that forward. Prayer, you know, financial support, but also just community support of like, hey, we're all in this together. Um, yeah. yeah, and we and we want to serve too. We've got a we've got a parish cleanup day tomorrow, and so we're we're bringing students to Ascension Parish, and we're gonna go help clean up and do some work over there so it's it's not That's all awesome. about yeah it's not all about just like hey everybody just come give us stuff it's like yes. hey, <laughs> you know in, in giving we receive and we are called to the corporate works of mercy and these different things and so we we also want to be active we want to be encountering everybody else in our community as well and so yeah i think just a permission to to reach out and, and invite us into things too if, if yeah um just so that we may all be together that's um, what yeah that's what something i've enjoyed and, and you know and max you know really well Max Z, uh, you know really well what, what we do in our ministry because you and our yeah. friends and going to certain men's groups and all those things. It's just been such a blessing. And one of the things that we do, one of our pillars is service. And I got to tell you, one of the things I've enjoyed the most over the years since we've been doing that four-pillar format yeah. has been spending time over there at the at the campus center, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at the Newman Center, just just hanging out. I mean, we'll we'll cook barbecue and, and just come over there and sit like and, – and, I think that's important for for these students to know because some of them are from here, some of them are not. Some are planning to live here, even if they're from not from here. Yeah, and it's like anything else. I, I remember being as a Baptist kid. My church had a, a you know basically a great children's program, youth program, and then after that, like when you turned eighteen, the youth group there was no young adult group. There was like my parents' age, mm-hmm. and I remember thinking like, what am I supposed to do after this? Because you get used to that community. Right. You're used to that weekly thing where you guys are doing adoration or you're just out serving and, and you get to the point where you're like, what am I going to do after this? Like I, it's, e- it's easier to do this when I'm surrounded by other people. Right. Mm-hmm. But now they're going home. They're not here. They're taking a job there. I'm losing my community, but I'm going to yeah. be here. And where do I go next? Mm-hmm. And so our parish, Holy Rosaries, you know, five, six minutes up the road, if that from the university of Memphis. And right. That's why we've always enjoyed not only going over there and serving you guys, but inviting 
the men of your group to come over there because I want them to know, like, hey, your Catholic life's not over when the Newman Center ends and you're out of college, right? right. Like, I want you to be able to walk into a parish and go, I know people. Because mm-hmm. quite frankly, you know, you're, you, you've lived here a couple of years. I'm sure the first Catholic places you walked into, you didn't know a soul and nobody <laughs> talked to you, right? And yeah. unfortunately, that's the way a lot of things go in our church. You know, mm-hmm. there's not a great hospitality when you walk in a Catholic church. So it's been a great opportunities both ways like we love to serve you guys but we also love to say like hey you know we're we're fun we're, we're good guys that like to have a good time we love our lord and come be with us like yeah. continue your journey mm-hmm. you know you don't have to just go into some void after this if you don't continue in focus or right. you know be involved in alumni stuff with focus that there's you need to get involved in a parish so for men's groups out there if you've got you know focus or um you know, student centers or, or anything with Catholic, you know, college students that you're in a college in your area, go and like do that as a service opportunity because I, I, there's nothing more fun than sitting there with a bunch of college kids that are just slamming barbecue or whatever because it may be like the best meal they've had in a week, you know, because of the funding or whatever they have, you know, but just to see the joy of the Lord in them and mm-hmm. to know that people care about them. I think that's the main thing a lot of them have told me in the past is. Yeah you can feel very isolated there. Like you're on your own little Island and mm-hmm. in a diocese with all these other ships out there yeah. on their own. And it's just kind of, I don't know. It's just been a great pleasure to go over there. And, and then also just to let people know that like, Hey, we see you. Like I, yeah. I see you and you mean something. And mm-hmm. you know, cause I, you have a very hard job, man. And, and you need to feel supported in that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and um, there are just a lot of great bodies within the diocese with with the young adult groups and um fishers of men in different different areas that i've slowly started to kind of find and, and get connected with a little bit but yeah um yeah it is really beautiful when we can just come together and and it doesn't need to be specifically money or these different things but just like hey can can i spend time with can my students spend time with people who are who are a little farther along the path than they are yeah and and can we just walk together and so yeah yeah. That Paul and Timothy relationship. And plus, I mean, is anybody in ministry again, like you can't give what you don't have. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you have to have time to be filled too. I mean, if you're just constantly giving and pouring out, then you're going to dry up. Right. Yeah. You, you've got to have people pour into you too. And it's been a great pleasure to do that. You know, when you've allowed me those opportunities in your life and, and the same thing, you know, again, just because I'm whatever, 20 years older than you, God, it makes me feel old. <laughs> but like, it doesn't mean that I'm the one dishing it all out and not receiving anything. Right. And I think, again, that goes back to the point of some of the struggle in the church of well, that person's young, they don't know anything, or that person's old and they're over the hill and everything they used to know doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. We're all part of the body of Christ, and, and we have to understand that each of us are needed and each of us have different experiences that bring the overall grand experience to the body of Christ. And, yeah. And so, man, I just, I'm proud to know you, Max. And, and I just, I, I'm proud to have been associated with Focus in different ways, whether it's helping here in Memphis or we may have an opportunity to go and do the podcast live from mm-hmm. SEEK in uh, 2020, what is next year, 2023 in St. Louis. Yes, yes. So looking at that and, you know, I've enjoyed getting to know uh, Dr. Shree and, and uh, Curtis some and some of the folks there. Absolutely. Um, they're all great people. It's a great mission. So as we come to a close here, man, give us your last, you know, kind of thing you want to share about focus and what you want people to know. And then one personal thing outside of focus that Max, Max Z, Max Zamzow, Zamzo, Zamzap, Zap, you know, but Max Z wants the world to know people that are listening about Jesus Christ and what he can do for them Mm -hmm. or what, why they should need him in their life. Gosh. Yeah. I, 
Um, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> one thing. Um, you could you could say more than one. But yeah. Just, well, yeah. I, I think uh, two just just can't say no, can't say enough. I'm obviously a focused employee. Love the mission. Love what we do. Um, and it has been a beautiful gift just for my own conversion, my own transformation to work for this apostolate and to work with the campuses I've been able to work with. Um, but yeah, we truly are coming in to be the hands and feet of our Newman centers. And so really just, I mean, the, the utmost gratitude and thanks for all of all the Newman centers out there, all the all the the university priests that are serving and, and campus ministers and everybody that we get to come in and serve who are already laying the groundwork for what we do. Um, the, the Catholic Center here is has just been just forging ahead. I mean, COVID screwed a lot of things up, yeah. obviously, yeah. <laughs> across sure. the world in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah, to be bouncing back um, from COVID with our ministry to to see the ways that um, yeah, our campus ministers and and our priest at the University of Memphis, uh, Father Dennis, the just cannot thank them enough too. So uh, it's can't talk about focus without talking about the the people who bring us in, the bishops sure. who the oh, bishops yeah. who invite us in, um, and things like that too. So just the biggest thanks to all of them, um, and. And yeah, just asking for prayers too. I think we we're really hoping for for the University of Memphis that we can bring sixty students to seek this year, and mm-hmm. that would be um, the largest amount that I'm aware of Memphis bringing to to a conference. So sure, uh, a little bit bigger goal, a little stretch, and you know I think the Lord wants it. And so yeah. we'll we'll see what He does, but ask for prayers there. And um, yeah, really just I think been praying a lot the the last couple of days with. Um, with identity and coming back to uh, a big thing for me, a big part of my story is just the performance culture. And so I think that's something that, that holds me back a lot on campus is, is in my mind of like, am I doing this perfectly? Am I good enough? You know, all these, all these lies that, that can come up. And, um, yeah, I just want to remind people too, that, that like, first and foremost, we are beloved sons and daughters of God and, mm-hmm. and, and Mark one eleven, you know, you are my beloved son with whom I'm well pleased that, that doesn't change whether I go out and, and triumph, whether I go out and fail, like I can co- always come back and I'm always loved, uh, no matter what I do, no matter what you do. Um, and yeah, really to be able to just figure out what it means to live from that place. Yeah. I really haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> I think it's a lifetime of conversion, my friend. That's... Yeah. And, and to, to really just be able to live fully, um, to pursue that Jesus said that he, Jesus said that he came, that we may have joy and that it may, may be complete, that yeah. we may have life and have it abundantly. Um, and so if we're not having those things to, yeah, to, to be able to be merciful with ourselves and, and recognize like, Hey, I, I desire more and the Lord desires more for me and yeah, to have an openness of like, what does that look like then? Yeah. Um, and yeah, just a big transformation. I think one of the biggest things being on mission, sharing the love of the Lord with other people is, is I just have had interactions with students. One sticks out at South Florida where I was sharing life with my team. We were out in front of the Catholic, the Catholic lounge, the Catholic center. And we just had a student walk up to us and said, Hey, um, I just, you guys are just the most joyful people that I've, that I've met before. And I want to know where that comes from. Like, why is that? And we got to share the gospel with him. We got to share our faith. And just one of those, one of the most transformative things of, we can just be transformed in Jesus ourselves. And, yeah. and when you, when you have that joy, when you have that fulfillment of, of relationship with the Lord that we are created for, um, everything flows from that. So we don't, we don't need to stress about giving the perfect gospel presentation, give, leading the perfect Bible study, whatever that is. It's like, okay, Lord, 
I can water, I can plant, but you're the one who provides the growth. Yeah, amen. And so, yeah, being, <laughs> being able to at least be reminded intellectually of that, not that I really live from that place a lot and, and is part of my deeper conversion right now, I think that sure. the Lord's calling me to. But, um, yeah, to, to hopefully just encourage everybody to, yeah, really lean into that relationship with the Lord, um, who we are as his sons and daughters, and, yeah, hopefully to be able to get a little distance from I'm not defined by by results, by success. He doesn't call me to be successful. He calls me to be faithful. Amen. Um, and, yeah, really just trying to share that on the college campus, but really just with everybody I meet. So Yeah, that's a lot of humility in that, mm-hmm. man. It really is. I mean, knowing that it's not about you. It's about yeah. your yes, right? And mm-hmm. it's about staying true to that. And it is. It's tough. Like, I mean, I go through the same stuff here. You know, one day I'm on a mountaintop, the next day I'm going, <laughs> what the heck, and how did I get here? And, you yeah. know, am I, is this and this. And at the end of the day, it's the Lord's world. It's the Lord's plan. It's the Lord's fruit. Mm-hmm. And we just have to continue every day to get up and say yes, yep. right? And just say, like, I may not feel like it. Uh, another great advice I got lately um, there's feelings and there's the truth. The truth is the one that matters. Yep. Right. And so, um, just remembering that and, and, and identity is something we preach about all the time on the road. That's a big part of our mission. And it, mm-hmm. it is God can use anybody. The only thing that keeps Absolutely. him from being able to use you is you, mm-hmm. you know, is you saying, I will not serve. Right. Or I'm not able to serve or I shouldn't serve, or I don't yes. deserve to serve. That is all stuff and lies of the devil. And, and uh, he'll keep you there as long as you let him, you yep. know. But if you believe in what you said, you're beloved son or daughter of God, and that means something, and, and it's a free gift, and mm-hmm. you don't have any say in that because he's the one that has the say. And if you can either choose to live in that and accept that and live in joy or continue to, tor- you know, be in torment and turmoil, it's it's your choice. Yeah. So, Max, dude, it's it's been a great time to have you. I know you're nervous and stuff. You did great, <laughs> yeah, man. Maybe. And. You're just such a blessing. It's been a joy to get to know you in my life and have you here. I was glad to know that you were staying another year this year. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's just like I said, it's you, you, you've told people, you know, or said things about how much you've received from me. But, uh, dude, it's it's I the have. same way. Like, it's just I, I've received so much from you. And I just it's such a a a joy and a, and a source of inspiration to see young people like you um gosh it makes me sound old but younger people like you just embracing the faith and just wildly chasing after god Mm -hmm. and it gives me great hope for the future and god bless focus and curtis and all those guys that started it and the work you guys do every day so give them uh, a place they can go to learn more about focus or to support it if they wanted to yeah really very simply everything kind of flows there's a couple different websites and different things you can find but for focus particularly it's just simply focus.org is is the best starting point um and yeah just to keep it simple i'd just say Go there, check Didn't it out. Did you say Max Z sent you or anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to give you some kudos. Yeah, no, there's there's all sorts of stuff. There's more about the Focus Mission. There's We even have we have all of our Bible studies right on there. They're free. Sure. Anybody can use them. That's um, awesome. Yeah, we, we want those resources out there for everybody. The we, we lead students through discipleship, and all of those resources are out, are out there um, free for people to, to use. And so um, resources, uh, campuses are on there if you've got a – grandchild child niece nephew anybody going to college you can see if focus is on that campus you can look it up um yeah you can look for you can look for missionaries if you want to support a missionary you can look for campuses if you want to support a campus you can um seek 
there's all sorts of Seek stuff on there too. That's coming sure. up January 2nd to the 6th. And so there's just, there's a ton of information on there, but yeah, sim- yeah simplest would just be focused.org. Awesome. Go check it well, out. Man, I love you. I'm glad you came on here today. And I know a lot of people have been more informed about stuff that you guys are doing and just all the prayers and the support in the world to you, my brother. Hey, thanks, John. Love you too, brother. Thank all you. Right. Peace. Peace.